three, two, one. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. I am finally back where I like to be and back home. It has been a crazy year for me and we're continuing on in Exodus here. So trying to encourage us to be in God's word and and it's been hard for me to get back into the routine of doing these podcasts. Um, it's also been difficult partly because of Exodus chapter 21, 22 and following are not easy um, <laughs> easy to walk through. But I'm going to try. So let's keep pressing on. And my prayer is that uh, God's Holy Spirit would keep uh, speaking to us through his word, the ministry of the word and and give us wisdom as we go through this. So let's read a little bit and break it down. So Exodus chapter 21 in the ESV. Now these are the rules that you shall set before them. Now remember God is talking to Moses. He's given him the Ten Commandments and now he's giving him more details. When you buy a Hebrew slave, what? Okay, so now we're talking about slavery. He shall serve six years, and in the seventh, he shall go out free for nothing. If he comes in single, he shall go out single. If he comes in married, then his wife shall go out with him. If his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall be her masters, and he shall go out alone. But if the slave plainly says, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will, know, I will not go out free. Then his master shall bring him to God, and he shall bring him to the door or the doorpost. And his master shall bore his ear through with, with the awl, and he shall be his slave forever. Verse 7. When a man sells his daughter as a slave, she shall not go out as the male slaves do. If she does not please her master, who has designated her for himself, then he shall let her be redeemed. He shall have no right to sell her to a foreign people since he has since he has broken faith with her. If he de designates her for his son, he shall deal with her as with a daughter. If he takes another wife to himself, he shall not diminish her food nor clothing or her marital rights. And if he does not and if he does not do those three things for her, she shall go out for nothing without payment or money. All right, so let's stop there, the end of verse 11, and unpack this a little bit. So let's talk about slavery first. Uh, back in these days, slavery, and in many parts of the world still today, was a way for someone who owed money could pay off his debt. And so you think about someone buying a house today and going into debt for 15 years or 30 years, and now they're going to go work for XYZ company. And part of that money is going to be given to pay off that debt. And if they didn't have a job, eventually they would lose their house, right? So many Americans today, they own their homes, their cars, and other things. And if all of a sudden they were out of work for very long, they would lose all those things. Back in these days, they didn't have a lot of stuff, but they had to eat, and they liked to have a shelter over them, and if they couldn't do either, then they would try to find someone who needed 
workers and they would and they would put themselves under that master in essence so they would become a slave to that person the israelites are coming out of 400 years of slavery and they want to have more civility on how people are to be treated how they're to treat one another and so they're just dealing with the reality of debt of some are better at managing their stuff that some people have land some will not some will be great workers but not great at managing property or farms or cattle in the sense of ownership and so god is laying down this way and so he says if you're if you're becoming if you have slaves you are to free them after six years the seventh year they should be free now it could be argued that they got the seventh year free and if they still owe they might start again another six years to pay off whatever and you think of joseph back earlier in genesis where joseph went and worked for seven years to marry his future father-in-law's daughter and gets tricked into marrying the wrong one, Leah, and then works another seven years while being married to both daughters, and then gets tricked into working yet another seven years. And finally, he just escapes. Now, he was working. In essence, he was like a slave to his father-in-law. He was earning his wives, and then it seemed that the father-in-law felt like Joseph still owed him or Really, it was the father-in-law liked Joseph. Joseph was made him very profitable. But Joseph wanted to leave with something. Didn't want to leave with just two women that had needs. He wanted to leave with something. And so he was willing to work that third set of years. And so using those same principles, we roll into many, many years later, uh, 400 years later, to be almost exact. And God is laying down a similar thing. So if you work six years, Hopefully that gets you completely out of debt. If you're working for someone and they give you a wife and, and then that wife gives children, when you go to leave, you're not, you're not uh, married to that woman and those children. It was very, very unique. They would somewhat be the masters. But if you loved them and wanted to, then you could submit to your master. And the master could in essence, keep you. Now you have a wife and children and you have no means to take care of them and so you submit yourself to the master. And he has you for life and that's where you get your ear pierced or gauge on your ear. And so you saw someone walking with a gauge in your ear that meant they had given themselves to their master for life and also their their wife and their children. So it's... It's complicated for us to wrap our mind around this in a first world country, especially America. But for many parts of the world, even today, families are very indebted to those who are allowing them to work. And there are a lot of families that have very little to nothing. And they are desperate for food to feed their wife and their children. If they have marriage, marriage is... Uh, an incredible blessing that many cultures don't even have. And we take it for granted. Matter of fact, we're trashing it, right? So the you know the ministry of God's word is that we could walk through it and, and glean from it. So here we're realizing that uh, we are slaves. We are slaves either to sin or we are slaves to righteousness. And here, if you were in debt, 
then you are a slave to that person whom you owed a debt to. We wouldn't see that many places in Proverbs and other places. And then God's even going to address other aspects of debt and even lending money to the very poor. So in other words, you don't want to, God is not for you enslaving the poor so that you can have a workforce because they're out on the luck. He actually wants you to lend them lend them money with no interest. But we'll get to that later. So he's he starts off with if you buy a Hebrew slave, and it's the sixth years, the seventh year he is free, but if you gave him a wife and the wife gave you children, then as the master you get to keep the children. And but if the slave plainly says, I love my master, my wife and my children, I will not go out free then his master shall bring him to God and he shall bring him to the door of the door or the doorpost. And his master shall bore his ear through with an awl and he shall be a slave forever. All right, so that's pretty interesting, right? Then we move on uh, with a girl that might be sold into slavery. And so this is a girl that is old enough to reproduce, that is able to that is able to please a man. And, and so he goes into some of the rules there. And they're pretty self-explanatory, except that we don't like it in the culture we live in or in the first world. So, um, But he's saying here, if she does not please her master, uh, then, there's, uh, then he cannot just throw her away, right? The father of the daughter is able to redeem her or someone else. Um, and so we see this in Ruth, where Ruth allows Boaz to be her redeemer. Um, then he shall have no right to sell her to a foreign people. So you can't just sell her. Oh, uh, you know, you gave me your daughter. I didn't like her. So now I'm going to sell her to whatever. You can't just do that. Um, and then it also gets into if you were his wife and now he's got another wife, that he still has to provide you all these things. And so it's really protecting women. And again, first world, U.S., we, it's hard for us to look at this, but trust me, travel the world, go into some third and fifth world countries, and you will see why this is a good thing in those cultures. You can't just go into a culture. I mean, the reason why we have the culture we have here in the United States is because people don't have to worry about shelter. They don't have to worry about where they're going to get food today. They have a lot of security. In other parts of the world, there's many people who do not know they're going to have a meal tomorrow. They really don't. And if they do have a meal tomorrow, which is not a given, they're going to probably have to work really hard for it or hope somebody comes through for them or sell their body. And it can get really, really, really difficult. Again, God, is, God has made us in His image uh, throughout all of this these verses talking about slaves never are is the person treated like property. And later on, I'll talk about property when property is damaged and slaves are not property. So there is some clarity here that's hard to really break into or get into in a quick five-minute discussion. I'm actually, I'm pretty sure I'm well over five minutes, well over 10 minutes. So I apologize. So again, this is what I've been holding off on Exodus chapter 21. It gets interesting. It stays interesting through, I know, uh, just so much here in 
about these laws that go through most of chapter 23. So we'll have some more fun with this. Would love some feedback on these. God bless you guys. Um, some of you know my number. Give me a call when you when you go through this. Tell me what you think, what you thought as you read this part. Or contact me on Facebook or whatever. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.